Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another edition of Believe in Giants. Bob Popple along with two-time Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. So, uh, Carl, the last time you and I got together, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, Saquon Barkley and that holdout. All's well that, all's well that ends well with the way that whole thing turned out. Sure. And, you know, the, the great news about uh, the way it turned out is that they are relatively distraction-free in training camp now. There's not a lot of negative uh, outside noise about what's going on with a contract dispute, which during this time of year is normally the biggest um, talking point for people if it's not injury, right? So uh, credit both uh, Saquon Barkley and uh, Joe Shane and, you know, getting to a place where he could come in. And and I can tell you this, um, just watching him uh, these past four practices, he's going to be different, Bob. He's, and, and I mean, in a good way, he is going, he's just moving like the, the, the player that everyone uh, believed that Barkley is when healthy, he's going to be better than that guy. He is just, he's moving differently. I, I literally uh, stood on the sidelines during their first padded practice and just watched him move down the field with just explosion. And I'm like, nobody's going to want to tackle this guy. I, I'm, I'm looking and I'm saying to myself, would I have to make a business decision if the guy's running this fast, that big? And um, so this is going to be an incredible um incredible season to watch Giants football um he's obviously he's motivated but he's motivated uh to 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 do better than he did and he's also his teammates like they the his energy man his energy around his teammates and he he energizes everyone so um Happy that's out of the way. I think the first step in building off of a uh, playoff season, which you can call successful, is to enter the next season without distraction and then let the football stuff take care of itself. Um, so you put that aside. Joe Shane can now focus on, you know, um, training camp cuts and all his other things, but they got their players signed. And they're in camp. And if we fast forward to camp, there are a few scouting reports. Uh, and I got an announcement. Water is wet and Jalen Hyatt is fast. <laughs> standing on standing on the sideline or near the sideline and watching him go, it's like, wow. Yeah, he can go. Um, and more important, more importantly, I liked the other day when they had the pads on and they were doing the one-on-ones with the DBs. I like what I saw out of them as far as running routes too. Yes. I was just going to say that, um, you know, coming out and we did it, we did a film breakdown on him and his, um, route running and some of the awareness of where the sticks are and things of that nature. Boy, he's, you can see they got to work with him right away. Um, so that's that. But then there's Paris Campbell, who's fast. And then there's Darius Slayton, who's fast. And then the 14 other water bugs that they got 
the under six foot club that um, this is going. They're going to have the Cole Giants Beasley's on. Uh, he's unguardable when he's coming oh out of gosh. the slot. The first yeah. couple moves. Yeah, he's he's slippery, man. Um, this is going to be an interesting, um, but fun decision that the Giants will have to make. They're going to have to, you know, really look at this wide receiver core because they got a lot and. The fact that they are now in a position to have basically their cup runneth over all the way into the saucer, um, well, it'll do two things, right? As a group, they'll be better. The quarterback will be better. But also, their special teams will be better as a result of the depth that they have across a lot of positions. Um, but, you know, having Dorian Beavers back, um, and looking at him, he looks great. And he's a big kid who can move. He stands about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and he's built. Um, so keeping him healthy alongside um, Bobby Okereke, they're going to have a formidable uh, second level in their defense for the first time in a long time. So that'll make uh, the front four better. And uh, speaking of better, I got a prediction. Okay, um, let me hear it. Aziz Ojolari. Okay, that's your guy. If you and your your body have come to an agreement, they negotiated this offseason. To stay healthy. This dude will have a minimum. Write it down. I'm a right. minimum, minimum of 15 sacks. 15? A minimum of 15 sacks. Really? Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking at this guy and how he's moving in practice and his explosion. And, you know, I don't fanboy because I'm a realistic football. <laughs> yes, observer. you are. But boy, I he had he had a play, it was a play action pass. Darren Waller had to chip him before um he released. So Darren Waller chipped him. And before Darren Waller could release, um, Aziz was on the quarterback. So he discards, he discards the release. Maybe Waller was two, two steps into his release, and Aziz was there like air. It was unbelievable. So um, I think, you know, at a minimum, he'll have 15 sacks if he stays. Wow, high. 15. I, That's a big yeah. number. Well, I'm just telling you. He is that type of good uh, when healthy. So um, that's my one scouting report. My other scouting report is uh, JSM. And, you know, as I was writing my notes down, he had uh, in their first pad of practice, he got baptized in fire. So he had Dexter Lawrence on his head every single play. And I think he went about four, four or five in a row. Um, and, he had some good stuff. Obviously, you you know you're playing against Dexter Lawrence, so it's you know to the casual observer, it's not going to look like much. But the thing that I I did like about him, his lateral movement, especially going left, he's pretty quick to get out there and, and turn a corner or get an edge on um, a three technique, um, which was very impressive to me. Point of attack, 
he can hold his ground. He's not moving, wasn't moving Dexter, but you know, he didn't get moved um in the run game, which was good. But the other scouting report right now where I think he has to work is his lateral movement right. He's quick both ways, or he's mobile both ways. And I don't know, and I have to ask a center, like is the hand that you snap with that side makes it more difficult to get out. Um, but he snaps, he pulls right, and he gets blown up. His balance is off, right? Going left, he's pretty good at it. Um, going right, he just it just wasn't as strong. Uh, but he's still as quick. So it's it's a matter of fundamentals, it's a matter of technique. Um so that was that that's some observations. Uh, did you did you like what you saw? Um again, it's limited reps in the one-on-ones and stuff, but it feels like Evan Neal is a little bit more confident. He's 100 percent more confident um in everything he does. But I think that's a function of him working this offseason with Kayvon and whoever else he was working with, and then getting the the um the the technique uh adjustment. So you can tell he's comfortable in his own skin. He's playing, uh, practicing with more confidence. So this is uh, this offensive line. Uh, they hold up. It's going to be fun to watch. It'll be fun to watch uh, passing game and running game. I mean, this is a team. It's so odd. <clears throat> They're a fast team now. They've entered yes. the NFL. Uh, speed competition, man. They got some guys that can flat out fly. But here's the other thing: the beautiful part about the guy, the fast guys, they can actually catch. Yeah, they can actually. <laughs> That's an important catch. part. There's, there's not a lot of balls hitting the ground uh, in practice on deep routes or deep crossing routes. These guys, they get open and they can catch it. Um, Darren Waller is a freak. No news there. Um, just continue to confirm or validate what everybody thought. Um, Deontay Banks, the um, trajectory for him is similar. I look at him like I looked at Kayvon Thibodeau last year. Um, he's only going to get better each and every um, rep, every practice, every game. Um, he's not flashing like uh, the other guy I'm going to talk about. But you could tell fundamentally he's he's got it. He's not a bum. He is he's he's practicing well. He's had some bad plays that people want to highlight, but those are those are gonna happen. Um, happens in camp when you have that many reps. Yeah, and and that's what it, they're they're supposed to happen in camp, to be honest with you. Um, but he's gonna be on the same trajectory as uh Kayvon Thibodeau last year, where you just see them progressively get better and better and better and better. Um, and then his his future bookend, um, Trey, Trey Hawkins. Hawk is, he's a hawk. And he's hawking. He's, he's, a, he's a ball hawk. Um, and I think the advantage in what we've seen so far from, from Trey Hawkins uh, is that his Old Dominion uh, defense did a lot of the things that Wink does. They blitz and they man. They blitz and they man. And he's long, man. So in a, in a, in a world that uh, it, it could happen, 
this year, this season, it ain't going to happen on day one, but you could theoretically or, or literally see the two rookies at corner and a Dory Jackson inside when needed. Those, those two rookies are going to play this year and they may have some configurations where they're the outside guy and a Dory Jackson is the inside guy. And it, right. It, Cause it, it, it gives wink versatility. Now Sure, it, it gives him much more. He can be more versatile because he likes to be versatile in what he does. He can mix things up even more. So now if you have Ojolari and Thibodeau healthy mm -hmm. and Dexter and Leonard Williams healthy, and Okereke is the centerpiece in the middle linebacking position healthy. Well, now all of a sudden, and you got the corners, now you can do a few more things. Right. And this is, and I think people get so hung up on who's the number one, number two, number three corner, or number one, number two, number three wide receiver. The reality in football now is anybody could be the number one. The, the, the key is being on the field because your number one receiver can line up in the slot. And that makes the outside guy number one. And that's where the flexibility comes with Wink. If they try, if an offense tries to create a matchup problem, he can take and move a Dory wherever he wants, knowing that the other kids can hold up on the outside. Um, and then there's still guys that were here last year that are competing uh, at the cornerback position. Uh, Cordell Flott. It's, it, you know, there's still, there's talent. That's the, yeah, there's, there's more talent on this team. They're going to yeah. actually have to, barring some severe <laughs> injuries in the preseason and training camp for the first time in a long time, it's going to be hard for them. I think to get to 53, I mean, there's mm -hmm. been, there's been a couple of years here in the last five or six years where when you started really doing the numbers and even last year, what did the giants had the second most waiver claims at the end of training camp. They had yeah. six. You know, last year they they had a hard time, you know, getting to 46 <laughs> going that way, going up. Yeah. This yeah. year they're gonna be they're gonna have to cut some players that are gonna be able to play in the league and guys that they're gonna hope they could get on the practice squad. Yeah, that's gonna be the key. Um is the the practice squad flexibility. Uh, and making sure they can really exploit the rules there um, and managing, basically managing injury. So, you know, there could be, you know, the, the dilemma of practice squad, injury reserve, which level of injury reserve or waiver, right? Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of talent on this roster. And just a year ago, we're saying they got to get better here, here, and here. And the games haven't started, but I can tell you now, um, they're a better football team. Does that translate into a better record? We'll find out. But I know for a fact, not just on paper, but in person, they're a better football team. Now that's got to translate into uh, wins and getting where they need to be. I have a public service announcement, but before I get to that, I want to remind our Fans out there that bet online is your number one source for all betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, matchup reports, boxing, golf, baseball, a whole lot more. Fastest, easiest way to place your wagers. Casino and card games available as well, right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device. Sign up and get in on the action. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. 
50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts. So here's my public service announcement because, you know, every day of practice that the practices that are open, there are fans, there are people that are involved in different chat rooms. There's super fans that like to post stuff and, you know, people are making decisions about who should be the starting slot corner already. And this guy looks good. And this guy hasn't looked good and so on and so forth. My public service announcement is this. They've only had one padded practice as of this recording. And they're going against each other. For me, a real tell is going to be how they do in the joint practices next week against the Lions. Mm -hmm. Because as you know, and I know, I don't know, maybe it was 2015. Probably was 2015. I think it was Coughlin's last year here. Remember the Giants went and they had joint practices with the Bengals. Yep. And at the time, Marvin Lewis and the Bengals, they had Andy Dalton. They had A.J. Brown. They had good. They had really good, good defensive line. They were a perennial playoff team. Mm -hmm. And the Giants, you know, they, we were talking about all the good things we had seen in camp. And they basically got smoked in every practice. Yeah. They got smoked in every practice. Um, so it'll be interesting to see because the lions are a team on the rise, right? You know, and they're going to compete. They're going to compete in practice. That's the one thing. It won't be a country club, uh, walkthrough for the giants when they get to Detroit. Right. And, and, you know, and you, you know, there's better than anybody when you're practicing against your own team every day, you know what the calls are on the sure. other side of the ball, you know, how they kind of want to attack you. They know how you want to attack them offensively. You know the you know the physical movements. If you're if you're doing reps in one on ones every day against the same guys, eventually you got to get a feel for all right. When he does this, this is when he's coming out of his break. Next week you got all unknown. Mm -hmm. You don't have a you don't have a intuition on the guys. So I th I think next week is going to be. It's not like make or break or anything. But I think we'll have a better feel for where some of these guys that are catching our eyes kind of really stack up. Well, it's the next progression, right? And thankfully, it's happening in the second week of training camp because now they get to get better. Um, and they haven't settled in into two weeks of camp of their own guys. They got a week under their belt. Now they're on the road to go look at some different talent. So this should help the young players get even better um, at what they do. And, and even the second year developments of the Evan Neals of the world, this now gets, it gives them a chance to test it at the next level. So I think the timing of this is perfect given where they are as a team in terms of their development, like get them in there now so that they can now take the next step, take the next step, the next test before it's late in camp. Yeah, and especially even, too, for the ones, right? Because the way most of these teams now handle preseason games, you know, it varies a lot where some teams never play their starters at all. Some teams play them a little bit. Guys could be nursing an injury, so they're not going to play. So for your frontline guys, your starters, they don't really, you're not really getting any kind of reps other than against each other. So these joint practices take care of what you might get in a preseason game if you had all the ones going against each yes. other. Yes, exactly. So, so it's valuable reps. So that's my public service announcement. Uh, you know, don't get too crazy 
either one way or the other about how yeah. a guy performs. It's it's a long camp. It's a process. And, um, you know, next week will be the first nice test and the first peek into underneath the hood to see, mm-hmm. all right, how do they stacking up against somebody else? Right. That's all I got. You got anything else? That's all I got. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll be in the Motor City next week watching the Giants and Lions practice. We'll get you the latest happenings. For Carl Banks, I'm Bob Papa. You've been watching Believe in Giants. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.